Today on the program, our analysts will delve into World Wrestling Entertainment's quarter one financial call and the company's financial future in the face of the COVID-19 pandemic. Welcome to the ProWrestling.Cool Financial Report for April 24th, 2020. Hello everyone out there, Pro Wrestling Not Cool. I am Owen with a Euro sign, and I'm joined as always by Big Money John. Oh, that's right. We're back in the Pro Wrestling Not Cool Financial Report. We got the stocks and the stonks, and we're buying and selling. And, I mean, it's I, mean, I don't know if you've looked outside lately, but it's definitely not stonks out there, Owen, with a Euro sign. Well, we're going to uh, find out, Big Money John, if it's time to buy, 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 or... Sell, sell, sell. That's what a bull sounds like, right? That's, that's the sound effects that he does. I got it. I got all the sound effects. You sure do, Owen with the Euro sign, who has always been the host of ProWrestling.Cool Financial Report. Of course, and we're going to find out if you people, the investors out there, are going to either buy in or take all that stock you got and just shoot it out of the sky. (laughs) I don't even know where to go from this. All right, you know what? I'm not. I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break the kayfabe here and and just say, you know what? This is a way better fucking Jim Cramer than Oscar has because I'm pretty sure Oscar's never actually seen an episode of Mad Money in his life. Oh, I love Mad Money. That show rules. Also, Jim Cramer's from Philadelphia, so I know how to get very excited about things. It all makes sense now. And also, I got I got his soundboard, so it helps. <laughs> true oscar did not have the soundboard that was a sound i meant to hit earlier but when i flipped my my uh, phone it made everything weird <laughs> y'all it's casual friday again and it's pro wrestling.cool financial report and john let me tell you how WWE feels about right now with these uncertain times i mean from everything i've seen it sounds like they're feeling pretty fucking good I mean, yeah. Oh, no. All right, put the sad word away. <laughs> oh, no, I got, the, I got the wrong buzzer. Yeah, things are good. They, they are positive. They think everything's fine, but everything's not fine. Yeah, there are a lot of things we're, like, looking at this report. Like, they're, they're really selling it. They're really making it sound like, this is great. No, we're we're fine. We're having a great time. But, like... There are some serious holes in this. It feels like a lot. those holes feel a lot bigger than they did the last time that we did this in January. Yep, and uh, I actually listened to the phone call uh, this morning, and I wrote some notes down about what I thought about it. And let me tell you the first thing off the bat. The investors don't give a fuck about people dying out there. They just want to know about their money. It's true. And I was they just want to know how much very, money that they're making. I was very upset about this. Except for one... There's one caller, at least. It made a little sense. But he was near the end. And they're like, we got to shut this down. Stop. Stop asking questions. As you do if you're Vince. Also, I want to say that, you know, WWE with all the money, you'd think they'd have a better conferencing calling system. It is still horrible quality. It's Vince. He's not going to waste time on, you know, telling people things. It's true. Or quality. 
But it's just just like this. Money, money, money. Such good shit. He did not say such good shit, unfortunately. Oh, man. But yeah, is that isn't that what the interim CFO is there for? Fucking Riddick Moss or whatever the fuck his name is. George Riddick Moss. But every time there's a tough question, he just threw it to him. There's one exchange. Tell me I'm wrong though. You're not wrong, but it's funny. One of the exchanges, though, was Vince's like, I'm going to throw it over to you. And he's like, no, I'm going to throw it over to Vince. He's like, no, really, I'm going to throw it over to you. It's like, all right, fine. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> it was pretty good. Got him, Vince. All right, let's start, let's start with the important news, Owen. Mm-hmm. How much money did they make? Oh, I, I didn't write it down, but they netted a profit on, somehow. Sadly... But also, this was, like, most of the first quarter was before COVID happened. Yeah, true. I mean, COVID really didn't start to affect them until, like, the last half of of March. So, basically, they only really had half of a month where they were being, like, really affected by this. Granted, it's also, like, the the half of the last month where they're starting to build to the thing that's supposed to, like, make them all the money. But, you know... Yeah, here's an interesting fact. Uh, WrestleMania is in the second quarter, but didn't stop Vince from pr- promoting how socially engaging it was. Of course not. Oh, man, everyone was talking about it. We filmed these short movies, he said. And people were into it. Yeah. His, na- his name is Frank Riddick. So I was very close by calling him Riddick Moss. We just say it's Riddick Moss. Yeah, I mean, tell me I'm wrong. You're not wrong. That's Why do just- you think he had to lose the, the 24-7 championship? Well, now it belongs to the NFL. Oh, man. I'm telling you, if football comes back, I could see people trying to pin him in the end zone. Trying to win that I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. It'd be pretty funny. I'm kind of into it. (sighs) So did they say specifically how much profits they made? Because that's the thing that we've been hearing for the past couple weeks now, or like, you know, for the past week now, is that like, this is all like all these firings, all these things that they've done is pretty much just to make their fucking numbers, their profitability numbers look good and to make sure that they're still hitting the targets that they had already set like a year ago. I don't have, I didn't write the number down, but I think they said like, like 25 million or something like that. It's not insignificant. Yeah, they're still doing well. I do want to say that one person was asking about, you know, the concerns about all the stuff they were doing to try to preserve money. It's like, is are you guys just overly cautious, or is it that, you know, you guys know about something coming up that we don't know? And you'd be shocked to hear that they said, oh, yeah, we're just overly cautious. Everything's fine. I mean, which admittedly, like, that makes sense, and it also makes complete sense as to this is why Vince is doing this, but, uh, yeah, it's still really shitty, and it's a fucking company that doesn't need to be overly cautious right now. Yeah, and he reiterated that that WWE has zero debt, so. Yes, yeah, he was very clear and specific in saying that, is, we don't have any debt, we are cash rich, like, again, you know, they they didn't actually say it, but, you know, let's just fucking reiterate here. Motherfuckers have $500 million in fucking cash and debt options that they could collect on to, like, that's basically cash on hand for them. Mm-hmm. They're good. Yep. Another important thing to note 
you know, off the top here is that someone asked about the restrictions in Florida and like, what if Florida does a 180 and deems that you're not essential? And Vince said under his breath that they have multiple alternate locations. Yep, he's basically said, I know a guy. Oh, God. Which, I mean, it's horrible, and I'm not surprised by any of it, but also, I mean, considering the news that came out this morning from, you know, the the company that we do like, Jesus what, Christ. What happened there? Oh, um, fucking... The the talk going out there is that fucking AEW is going to resume uh, shows on May 6th. I mean, businesses are starting to open up on May 6th, so I guess that makes sense, but also it's not good? A, it's not good. B, there's a talk that they're going to go back to doing live. Of course they are. They have to compete with the WWE. They're you pushing st- each other to do this shit, and it's stupid awful. Stupid fucks, you stupid fucking asshole, Tony Khan. Stop. What the fuck are you doing? Go back to jerking off dogs. The, the dogs aren't going to wipe themselves. So, I do have uh, a quote here and some, some numbers. Okay. Would you like me to tell you about the numbers? John? Tell me about the numbers. So, here's a quote from... Frank Riddick Moss, the interim CFO. Of course. In the quarter, we delivered revenue of $291 million and adjusted OIBDA. Do you know what that stands for? No, but also I was off on those numbers. I I knew there was a 29 in there, but... I I think it's operating income something, something, something. That makes sense. I don't know. I think it's, it's... My understanding is it's like it's operating income and adjusted for, like, taxes and things like that. Um... Point is, adjusted OBIBDA of $77.3 million, exceeding our rescinded guidance as we offset the impact of canceled events by reducing production and other costs. Blah, 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 blah. Um, basically, yeah, they did, what it co- They did yeah. mention that the reduced costs of, you know, not having to move things in and out, that just the set is there, and, you know, that reduces costs. Yep. Which, you know, it's also reducing the cost of, as it's been said here, they're not running uh, they're not running house shows and they're not running live shows. But admittedly, they were losing money on a lot of those. They're losing money on most of them, even. True. They're running them at a loss, which is fucked. Mm-hmm. But regardless, though, um, so they do have, like, much more significant losses than they did last time, like, admittedly. Like they are operate like you know they're operating loss on let's say media this television stuff way bigger this time because admittedly you know they're not getting like live gates they're not getting tickets they're not getting all these things but regardless you know again that's they had a revenue of two hundred and ninety one million dollars in the past three months. I remember most of that is before the virus. Yeah, and of course, you know, you got to remove their you got to remove their expenses, you got to remove their taxes, you got to remove all that stuff. But consider consider that the exact same point last year for 2019, the first quarter, their rev, their net revenue was 182 million dollars. So business is good. Yeah, they've increased the revenue by over 100 million dollars this fucking quarter. That is obscene. That is just fucking obscene. But here's the question, like, 
Was it one of the Saudi Arabia shows during the first quarter? Yeah, actually, that does probably count. Oh, that, definitely. That's probably where that money came from. When was the when was the last Saudi Arabia show, in, or the first Saudi Arabia show in 2019? Do you remember? Because I don't. I believe it was before Elimination Chamber, because that's why they didn't build this chamber, to the chamber at all. Hmm. No, that was this year, I thought. Oh, I th- oh you're right for last year? I thought you guys in this year. Yeah, this year. Um, or I, last year. I, I think it was right I, after Mania. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it was. It, you're right. It was. It was in June. Um, so that that would have been that definitely would have been second quarter. So yeah, that definitely does. Uh, you know, have a big impact that we should acknowledge here. That like mm-hmm. having that Saudi Arabia show this quarter, uh, really helped out for them. Although, you know, they were asked about Saudi Arabia. They were indeed. I I did write some stuff down about that. What'd they say, Owen? It sounds like there's not going to be a second show this year, most likely, because, you know, the U.S. has these restrictions, but also Saudi Arabia also has similar restrictions on Mm -hmm. gatherings. And, uh, but the investors seem to sure keep asking about it and seem they want that show. Well, they're probably not going to get the show, according to Vince, but they are going to get the money. They are? So this is what Vince this is what Vince's quote was on the situation. Uh regarding Saudi Arabia, they would All right, I'm I'm going to make a mistake here. Mhm. They would love to have another huge event, pal, or another WrestleMania type event, pal. We normally have two per year in Saudi. They of course are under the same constraints as we are here in the United States and everyone else is in the pandemic, pal. So they are not too sure they're going to be able to give us the okay to perform in November or December. They really want us to because it represents a huge turn of what's allowed, what's not allowed as far as live events are concerned. Mm-hmm. But the good part about that is if, if in the fact that we don't perform, we'll just tack on that event to the backside of our contract. So we're not going to lose the money. We're fortunate enough that we would just move another event on the other side of our 10-year agreement, pal. Great. I, I, I so, missed that last part. Basically, what it, that does sound like is, you know, it, it sounds like it's a little bit of both. Like, they're not going to be paid for the show. Like, they're not going to be paid for doing two shows this year if they don't do two shows. But they will still, like, they're still going to honor that contract and they're still going to give them a second show. Where they give them that second show, you know, that they owe them, it'll be, it, you know, that's up in the air still. But it's going to happen. And they're going to get that money. Yeah. So they're not getting it now, but they're going to get it on the back end. Yep. Great. Hooray! <sighs> but that wasn't the only news that came out of the year. Mm-hmm. So we got some other important things to discuss. There's a lot of stuff. What, what do you want to get to next? Um, let's start with... Let's start with the network. Okay, yeah, because... One thing that the uh, the investors asked a lot about was about the different tiers. Because, well, you, you know, because initially the, they mm-hmm. were talking about, you know, trying to, like, move away from the network and get a partner for streaming stuff. Indeed. Although, before we get into that, though, we should, one thing we definitely should talk about is we should just, you know, oh, and as, mm-hmm. as the man says, tell me about the numbers. Well, do you have the numbers in front of you? I actually do. Then you tell me about the numbers. Okay, so 2.1 million subscribers for WrestleMania. 
I guess the fi- I guess people didn't. Want I know to that's not in. The, I know that's not in this quarter. So I know that that's not you know super relevant to this money. But that is important to know. Here is two point one million people were were had network subscriptions to watch WrestleMania. So that shit did great for them. Well, consider like they have a free option, you know. And that's but and that's the thing where I was going with this here actually is that so. They got great viewing out of WrestleMania this year. Mm-hmm. However, they also announced over this time that, well, the number of subscribers that we have actually might have gone down 8% since the last, since Q4. Whoops. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. So, yeah. Basically, what we're looking at here is uh, Q4 numbers for um, Q4 numbers for WrestleMania were something like uh, or for WrestleMania, what the fuck am I talking about? Basically, what they said was they have uh, 1.46 million subscribers uh, mm-hmm. as of the end of this of this cycle. Right. 1.461 million subscribers that's down 8%. Yeah. But it went or, up for Mania, but we don't know how many were paid. Yes. It, it went up from... So, yeah. I, I should clarify here. It went up for Mania. It, like, they were at 1.419 uh, subscribers for Q4. So, sorry. I, I was confused by that. The, the, the 8% drop was over last year. So, at this time last year, for Q1, they had 1.584 million subscribers. This year, they had 1.461. Now, granted, that's only paying, and that's paying people. So that means mm-hmm. that something like six, close to seven hundred thousand people, like watch WrestleMania for free. Yeah, which is also kind of troubling when you think about the fact that, like, hey, don't also forget the fact that, like, you know, for all of these uh, other ways that they had to get potentially get money out of people for WrestleMania, well. Did they did they address any of those in the talk in oh, the no. financial call? They're gonna talk because they don't have to give out those numbers. I'm surprised that they weren't even asked. Honestly, I think people are more concerned about the network because remember the last time they talked, they were talking about moving away from the network and finding like streaming partners. It's true, and, and that on- hasn't really gone well for them, seemingly because yeah, like. It's not that we really know any numbers about how WrestleMania did in terms of, like, you know, actual, like, purchases. Mm-hmm. But one thing we do know is, like, the one person, the one company that has talked about this is Fight. And apparently less than 1,000 people bought WrestleMania 36 on Fight. Why would you pay $60 when there's a free option or a $10 and granted, option? Exactly like that, like you said there. Why would you when you could get it for $10 or free if you're going to put in, like, the little bit of effort to just make a dummy email account? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to pay 60 bucks for it. Especially, you know, as, as we've said before here, like, fucking, we're talking about, a, we're talking about, God, I, I can't even put in this in words. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the Fight app. Something that, like, people already know like people that are buying are buying things off of that generally they already know about the network i feel like yeah and also consider like this is also the issue i went about the fox sports app was it's already a streaming service 
you know, people who buy WrestleMania, you know, may not have good internet service and buy through their cable provider. That makes sense. Yeah. Buying a more expensive streaming service when there's a $10 or free streaming service is stupid. It sure is. So that's why that make that's why the number's so low. Like I'm sure some people still bought it through cable, but buying it through Fight or Fox is just idiotic. Anyway, uh of those 1.461 million subscribers by the way, uh a little over 1 million of them are uh, domestic subscribers. It's about a uh, 1,053,000. Well, seems the, the, like the network's weird. Seems like the numbers have really dropped internationally. The, the network's also really weird internationally, you know. Like, the UK is a weird version. Like, through Rogers is how you get through Canada. Yeah, Canada's got their weird fucked up version. So, uh, that that's understandable. Whereas US, you know, that's the one we're familiar with. It's pretty easy. And it's available on, like, everything. Indeed. Yeah, do you want me to talk to you though about the uh, what the deal is with the uh, other people coming in to like be streaming partners? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's all pushed back because of the situation with the virus. That's what they said. They're like, yeah, we were talking about that, but then all the shit hit the fan, and yeah, we're just gonna not do that right now. We're just stick to what we have because everything's on fire. Don't forget, there's another part of that of of plans that they were going to do but that they've decided uh you know maybe we're not going to do that anymore with everything going on are you talking about the price the tiering or you're talking about moving wrestlemania i was actually talking about nxt japan oh they did they address that nxt japan is officially off well i heard that i didn't know they i didn't hear that on the call oh they might not have they might not have established it in the call you're you're right but that is that is the other talk that's been going on about this is that they are going to hold off on on plans for NXT Japan mm-hmm. as a way to save money here. Indeed. But yeah, along with the you know the provide the partners being moved away, also they were asked a lot of questions about you know they mentioned tiering the network and stuff, mm-hmm. and. Uh, they said, right now, you know, we're sticking with what we have. We're not doing any of that now. But they did say that a free tier of the network will probably come in the fourth quarter of this year. But oh, they didn't I give any details. I would assume, like, the free tier would exclude pay-per-views and maybe have more ads. Like, that would be the smart thing to do. Is just like, I mean, that would be the way smart way to do it. It's just, I guess, the question is, like, you know... If you're have if you're having trouble selling ads on the paid tier, which they clearly are, like how are you gonna be able to sell ads on the free tier? Because it'd be more accessible. I guess? I don't know. I'm not a businessman. True, we ain't no businessman. We're just financial analysts. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. This whole thing doesn't make sense to me. I do another have, thing that yeah I do have one more thing uh you know one of the big topics that they discussed if you want to hear about it I do want to hear it it's about how they're doing with the safety of the performance center did you hear anything about this because this, this I didn't hear so I'm actually very intrigued this sounds insane so essentially what they're saying is like you know we have people fill out forms and take their temperature before coming in 
you know, to make sure they haven't, like, been exposed. And, like, that doesn't seem like the best way because, you know, some people don't have symptoms and anyone can lie on a form to make sure that they, you know, continue to get paid. Mm-hmm. But the big thing is... So they've partnered with this company called Allied Bioscience. And to it's like a cleaning solution that they have. What? Yeah, this is the part where Triple H came on the call to talk about this. So this Allied Bioscience has this uh, some some kind of uh, you know antibacterial thing that they've covered the entire performance center in. And according to what they say, uh that it works from 90 to 120 days. I am now reading their website, by the way, and I am also seeing this continuous, always-on, antimicrobial surface protection for up to 90 days. And AAA described it as it punctures the virus like a sword. So apparently, this alibi found the cure to, to coronavirus. Who fucking knew? Yeah, I'm gonna call bullshit on this. Uh, yeah, you think? Like, they're like, oh, yeah, we sprayed this off. 90 days, everything's perfectly fine. <laughs> Fuck off. Like, I'm, you know, look, I'm, I'm merely, I'm reading about, I'm reading about this now. I'm reading their, their website for it. Of course, this is their website. So, they're, of course, they're going to say about how fucking good it is and how cool it is and how everybody loves it. But, like, I mean, I, I am interested to see here that it does seem like, you know, it does seem like they're, they are trying to sell this to, to hospitals and other places. Um... Yeah, I don't know about this. Yeah, the, I've the other never thing, heard of this company before this. Yeah, this this like them saying like, oh, this is the this will totally prevent the the virus that no one knows what the deal is with the virus anyway is just stupid. But the other thing they mentioned was also that they're working in small shifts and they're rotating the uh, the ring mats, the turnbuckles, and all that stuff, and the ropes between the matches. Which is nice and all, but, like... I don't understand how that works when you're doing a lot the live versions of the show. Yeah, so. that was exactly what I was going to say here, is, like, if you're doing it live, like, you know, unless you're gonna just, like, you can't just completely deconstruct and reconstruct the ring between every single fucking match, like, unless you're just gonna have it be, like, you know, match, then long talking segment, then backstage segment, then match, then the long backstage segment, and it doesn't seem like what they've been doing. Granted, I also haven't been watching super much because fuck this company, but, you know, yeah. it doesn't really seem like what's happening. Yeah, I don't, this sounds like bullshit. As soon as I heard about this uh, Allied Bioscience thing, I immediately went, this is this is snake oil. Oh, and this revolutionary coating has been demonstrated to provide continuous protection when used as directed on a variety of treated surfaces, including plastics, stainless steels, mattresses, rubber, drywall, painted surfaces, and textiles. What about wrestling rings? Uh, those probably count as textiles, maybe? I guess. Metal and textiles? I don't know. <clears throat> but do they know it'll work against the COVID? They're, um, they have a big page on their website that's about COVID, so it seems like that's what they're trying to sell it for. Man, I can't believe that this Allied Bioscience figured out the way to prevent it and is not sharing it with anyone else besides the WWE. Allied Bioscience is proud to partner with the Emergency Controls Division of North American Fuel Tanks, Inc. to expand the reach of our always-on protective coatings. Oh, God. NAFT is a key distributor providing essential supplies to U.S. military and government. 
do they do they have are they a publicly shared traded company allied bioscience yeah. i don't know I, i'm going to look and see here but it does not appear that they are damn i was just saying i'm gonna buy it on this shit because apparently it's secure for the covid i gotta get in on this before other people know about it Oh, and their vision is to save lives and reduce the global burden of infectious disease through the application of coatings that interfere with the propagation and transmission of microorganisms we encounter in our daily lives. They're privately, they're pri- they're a private company with two investors. How much do you want to bet Vizic Man's one of them? I could see it. Oh no, it's it's Lydia Partners and Venture Labs. I don't even know what that is. Venture Labs, I want to say, is something related to, uh, oh god, what's that, what's that fucking big, uh, who's the fucking big, um, Silicon Valley, uh, fund angel investor that's not fucking Peter Thiel? I, I, I don't know off the top of my head. I think that's like Andresen or something, I don't fucking know. That sounds like Um, a real thing. Apparently, though, they're a member of the Association for Professionals in Infection Control and Epidemiology. And the uh, ESA, the Worldwide Aid Cleaning Industry Association. Oh, man. so These definitely sound like, you know, reputable scientific things. This sounds like Silicon Valley bullshit, Ed. No, thanks. I'm looking up APIC. But yeah, as soon as I heard this part of the call, I was laughing out loud. I'm like, they bring Paul in to talk about this. I'm like, come on, man. 90 to 120 days. <sighs> it's gonna be fine. Don't worry about it. And it also does raise the mar- question of like, well, if your shit's gonna be protected for 90 to 120 days, why do you even need to like do all the shit of deconstructing the ring? I, I, I bet it involves the rest of the performance center. They just did it once. They're like, yep, we don't need to clean any of this shit ever again. Real cool when you have all these people rotating in and out. It sure is. <sighs> I'm looking at APIC, and it appears that they are that they don't have any like real any like actual backing by anything. It seems like they are just a lobbying group. Great. But yeah, this is this was a real fun thing to find out about. <sighs> Did you hear- isn't everything great? Uh, did you hear about the uh, the television viewers? No, I didn't. So, uh, I, yes, I did. But yeah, Raw had a drop, but also because they're introducing a bunch of new talent and stuff. And SmackDown's been consistent. They did. They did mark that one of the reasons for Raw probably going down is you know, they're losing Brock Lesnar. Which yeah, okay, they love, they love sure. Brock Lesnar. The investors love Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar was in the lowest rated segment in Monday Night Raw history, but okay, yeah, sure, it's Brock Lesnar. They don't believe that. It's bullshit. Everyone loves Brock Lesnar. This fucking company, man. Like, you know, I'm willing to, I'm willing to give them like, hey, maybe Vince isn't completely wrong when he says that. Like, look, we're just we're building up these new stars that nobody cares about, so we're tuning. Like, people are tuning out. It's like, I'm willing to give him, like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to say that maybe that's part of it. Like, not to say that, like, you know, that's the only reason because, yo, these raw ratings have been dropping, like, fucking, you know, like, dropping like death for years now. But, hey, 
Whose job is it to make the people care about these people? Whose job is it to build these people up as new stars and people that you care about? Don't know what you're talking about. Literally, it's like, oh man, you're going to complain about the fact that it's like, well, yeah, of course nobody's watching Raw because people don't think that Cedric Alexander and Ricochet are stars. Maybe it's because you made them look like fucking idiots for the past year. Yeah. That could be it. Or maybe and, because they're just, you know, they're not, they're B-plus players, pal. Like, you have a fuck, and you know, I've, I've seen all these fucking comments, like all the fucking internet people trying to defend fucking Vince and this shit, uh, being like. Why? Why well, is Vince defending? Well, you know, it's not really his fault. Like, Ricochet, like, he just can't talk for shit. He's never going to be a star, so you can't push him as a star. These people just aren't stars. It's like, motherfucker. You can make, you can do anything to make these fucking people stars. You want to have someone talk for them because they don't talk very well? You could do that. Fucking Prince Puma. He had fucking Conan and his goddamn fucking mouthpiece for fucking two seasons. He didn't fucking talk until the third season of fucking Lucha Underground. It was fine. He was the top guy. Top guys. Doing top things. Oh man, we gotta give give Ricochet a goofy outfit. Say yeah. No. Fair enough. <laughs> but yeah. And uh, the only other news that I have coming out of this is that they confirmed that there will be no WWE uh, 2K game. It's true. Uh, although there are there is talk that there will be something else coming instead of 2K21. Um, and that the announcement may be coming as soon as uh, Monday the 27th. I hope that's true because the way they phrased it was there's no game, but that could have been them misspeak, mis, uh, miswording it. It could just be that, yeah. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I hope it's something creative and fun. And not just we're putting Supercard on the consoles. I mean, I would definitely love them to do uh, a new All-Stars, or even as we've said before here on this very show... I mean, guess not this show, but on this very website. What if they just paid Neverrealm to fucking make Immortals? I would like that. Hell yeah, you would! <clears throat> what if it's a WarioWare, but it's WWE Superstars? I'd be okay with that. WWEWarioWare. It's coming to Switch smooth moves okay i'm gonna say the brain poison that was said on trace's stream last night that i've been thinking about a lot because i was also thinking yes thank god owen what's up what if it's crush hour two is is one of the arenas going to be the top of the wwe headquarters to promote money in the bank fucking better be and they also just fucking better use that old fucking clip of of jr talking about the twisty rockets yeah all right you know what uh, okay sure i i'd uh, you know entertain the notion of that thing being a thing owen what else i gotta be they, honest with you what else could they do john i'm really thinking about do about doing some crush hour for video shames you should I can't fucking believe that game exists still. 
But John, what if they just make it uh, another Day of Reckoning game? Was Day of Reckoning one of the good ones? Day of Reckoning was the ones with, on the GameCube with the crazy-ass storylines, including the one... Oh, right! Including the one where you throw people off the roof of the building. Yeah, the revenge story! Oh, that was good! Yeah, that was good. They, they, they should do another one of those. That's what I'm saying, they should do that. Get Yuke's on the phone. Wait, did Yuke's make that one? I don't know. I'm looking it up. But yeah, just do weird shit like that. Like, if you're going to do the weird cinematic matches, do a weird cinematic game. It was indeed Ukes. Do it. Do it. Man, now I'm excited for a day reckoning. I would guess it's, this would be three. Apparently there was a day of reckoning too. I know I know there was a day of reckoning too. I like those games. They were, they were weird. This day of reckoning cover is very funny. One or two. Yes. They're good. I'm looking, I but I am looking at the two cover right now, because holy shit. For one, I love the fact that, like, they have just, like, the Chris Jericho Y2J pose in the, the fucking O, but also the two in, in the this for some reason. Hell yeah, that's a good logo. But also the two one is just, like, fucking dark scary face of John Cena on one side, dark scary face of Triple H on the other side, and then... Stacy Keebler just looking over her shoulder for some reason. You know why. Why? You gotta show off that back. You gotta show off that back. Like, like reading the first paragraph of the Day Reckoning 2 storyline, I'm like, oh yeah, this game rules. The story continues where the original you Day lost- Reckoning left off. The players' characters almost- at the yeah. top of the world roster, almost a year after WrestleMania 20, Evolution has disbanded and the player character has lost the Heavyweight Championship back to Triple H. Well, then what the fuck was the point of Evolution disbanding if Triple H still gets to win? Because you were in Evolution in this first storyline. Oh, okay. That makes sense. However, the player's character has gained a love interest in WWE Diva Stacey Keebler. That's why she's on the cover, man! Yeah, they those are cool. Why is the title now up for grabs? Because Triple H loses the title in a controversial match with Chris Jericho. Why wouldn't the title just be up for grabs because Triple H has it? The the story the story's weird. What great games these are! I want them to go weird as shit and do one of these. Come on. Yeah, I mean, fuck, man. Go back to, like, again, just do All-Stars again. All-Stars was so cool. Do All-Stars, but with the Day of Reckoning story mode. And even just, like, if you did their weird, like, I like their their little, like, weird, like, matches of, like, you know, hey, we're going to have CM Punk fight uh, Roddy Piper because they were the voices of the voiceless. John, what if they do WWE All-Stars, but they explain all the old stuff, they have Time Rock be canon? Car made him time travel. It's true. <laughs> Rocket's hit with the car, goes back into WWE All-Stars, and has to fight all the old wrestlers to get back to the present. But it's also ghost problems. Well, yeah. That's how Andre the Giant's there. <laughs> hey. Ghost. <laughs> ah! Spin the wheel, make Poke. a deal. <laughs> with the Ghost! Man, I, 
John, I think we're, I think we're going off the rails. We need to wrap things up. Oh, and I hate ghosts. Don't we all? I'm a ghost. No. Fuck. <laughs> I need to rewatch Ghost Problems again. You, we all need to rewatch Ghost Problems again. And on that note, I think we're I think we've talked about this enough. Yeah, now that we're talking about Ghost Problems, I think we've hit the apex. We're the apex predator. It's us. No, I thought that was the virus. So what do you think, Owen? Is is WWE going to be fine? Well, I mean, they have allied bioscience in their corner. Of course, they'll be fine. All right, done. Company survives. Congratulations on all the money. They're literally the only sporting event that's still producing content. It's very cool. Hey, well, I mean, you know, we've seen what's going on over in the Europe or the 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 Europe, Jesus, the the Florida. It might as well be Europe as far as I'm concerned. Fucking just got to, you know. It's, all the sports are going to be back soon. Don't you worry. Yeah. Next, It'll be fine. next month, the virus is gone. Everything's fine. Didn't you see Georgia's opening back up? I did. And that's why AEW is back in business, baby. Well, sound it actually, the rumor is that, like, if they're going to be doing shows, they probably just do them at dailies. Are they in essential business? They're a sports company that is performing on a closed set, so, yeah. Shit. Such good shit. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing here, is that, like, and that's, that's the rule that Florida passed, that, like, if you are a sporting company and you are performing in front of a close, on a closed set, then you can do it. It's essentially they just made an exception for just WWE. <laughs> and then AEW's going to take advantage of it. And UFC, probably, and probably baseball. Baseball at the Performance Center? Alright. I mean... Some boxing promoter literally said that he wants to book a show at the Performance Center. So cool. Everything's great. And the worst part of, I mean, or I guess actually, let's be honest, the best part about all this, because we're financial analysts and we don't actually care about, like, people's lives or anything. Honestly, the best part about all this is that WWE is just making so much money. and They're just going to keep making so much money. Everything's going to be fine and nothing will change. Same as it ever was. Letting the days go by. Let the water hold me down. No, seriously, I want to drown. No, John, please don't. Okay, fair. I won't. But only because you asked nicely. Yay. Take us home, Owen. Alright, but that's it for the financial report for WWE Q1 2020. And I've been... uh, Owen with a a Euro sign for the E, and you've been Big Money John. That's right, I'm Big Money John. Oh, Oh, yeah. Make sure you check out ProWrestling.cool for more wrestling coverage. It's not just cool, it's not cool. It's buy, 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 buy over at Patreon.cool. There you go. Buy the Patreon stock. That's the stocks that you should really be buying. Fuck this WWE shit. You don't get a share in the company, but you get bonus content. You get a share of our love, which is basically the same thing. My love's not for sale. Yours is, though. Mine is definitely for sale. Ask me about my Venmo. Uh, what's your Venmo? Y'all come back out here.
This podcast was brought to you by the Zonecast Network, executive produced by Owen Douglas. Visit zonecast.com for more shows. 